0: Welcome to Linda's Corner. My name is Linda Bjork. For today's episode, I will be sharing an excerpt from one of my books called You Got This? An Action Plan to Calm Fear, Anxiety, Worry, and Stress. With all the disturbing current events we're facing, people all around the world are experiencing overwhelmingly high levels of stress right now. I feel strongly About the need to help empower people to be resilient and able to handle their problems. You Got This is a thoroughly researched, easy to read, well designed action plan to calm feelings of fear, anxiety, worry, and stress with a wide variety of proven cognitive behavioral therapy techniques that empower people to regain a sense of peace and control in their lives. You Got This. Will show you how to decrease stressors, increase coping skills, increase confidence, increase resilience, and find solutions to your problems. The book is available in paperback and ebook formats on Amazon. Today's excerpt highlights one of the many tools shared in the book. These tools are part of the section of the book called Daily Action Steps. If we want to make positive changes in our lives, then learning new information simply isn't enough. Change requires action. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but there is no other way. However, it doesn't have to be hard, overwhelming, or take a lot of time. Rather than expecting someone to completely overhaul their lives overnight, these action steps are broken down into small Bite sized pieces that are simple and short so that they can be completed by real people who are living real lives. It's going to be okay. You got this. Today, we're going to talk about finding solutions to stress about money. Now, financial matters are often a source of worry, stress, fear, and anxiety. Today's action step is to increase your awareness about your core beliefs about money. We've already investigated how hidden core beliefs about worry and forgiveness may keep us from letting go of some of our burdens. In a similar fashion, our unconscious core beliefs about money may contribute to some of our worries and frustrations about money and wealth. Your core beliefs about money might be called your money script. Money scripts are the unconscious beliefs about money that are often learned in childhood and passed down from generation to generation. Research shows that our unconscious money scripts have been found to be associated with our income, net worth, credit card and other debt, financial outcomes, financial behaviors, and other aspects of financial health. We'll take a look at four basic core money beliefs. Money avoidance, money worship, money status, and money vigilance. We may carry beliefs from more than one category, even when the categories seem to contradict each other. First, let's talk about money avoidance. Money avoiders believe it's selfish to want a lot of money. They believe that money is the root of all evil. They tend to view money as negative, and it is a source of fear, anxiety, or even disgust. Money avoidance can be associated with trying to not think about money, ignoring financial statements, overspending, enabling others financially, or having difficulty in managing a budget. They may believe that wealthy people are greedy or corrupt, and that there is virtue in being poor or having just enough to meet your needs. Money avoiders often don't think that they deserve money. Because of their negative associations with money and with people who are wealthy, they may unconsciously sabotage their own financial success. Many money avoiders are just trying to be good people, and they assume that they have to be poor in order to be good. Here's an alternate suggestion. Instead of thinking that money is evil, try this thought. The money I earned is evidence of the value I created for others. Now let's talk about another money core belief called money worship. Money worshipers, on the other hand, think that the key to happiness and the solution to their problems is to have more money. They think all my problems would be solved if I just had enough money, or I would be happy if I were rich. For these people, money is viewed as a scarce resource, and there will never be enough of it. Money worshippers are prone to buying things in an attempt to achieve happiness, and often have a lot of credit card debt. Because they believe that money and wealth are what bring happiness and satisfaction, they may prioritize work over family and social relationships. The next category is money status. Money status seekers tend to define their self-worth by their financial net worth. They may pretend to possess more wealth than they actually have and may overspend to provide others with an impression that they have achieved financial success. They tend to spend lavishly on outward displays of wealth by buying the hottest new items or name brands, and, as a result, can be at risk of overspending. Excessive money status seekers are more likely to overspend, gamble excessively, be financially dependent on others, and hide expenditures from their spouses. Finally, let's talk about money vigilance. Money vigilance is typically associated with frugality. People with these money beliefs tend to focus on the importance of saving, use discretion when discussing financial matters, and express anxiety about not saving enough for emergencies. Money-vigilant people are most likely to pay attention to their financial well-being. They are less likely to buy on credit, and have higher levels of financial health. A common belief for the money vigilant is that people should work hard for their money and not expect financial handouts. They also tend to be more anxious and guarded when discussing money matters with people outside of their closest network of friends and family. While money vigilance encourages saving and frugality, When carried to extremes, it can also lead to excessive weariness or anxiety that can prevent them from enjoying the benefits and sense of security that money can provide. So now it's time to ask yourself a couple of questions. What are your current money scripts or financial belief patterns? And where did those core beliefs about money come from? Finally, do your money beliefs support your life goals or are they creating a roadblock? Let's look for some solutions about any stressors relating to money. Becoming aware is the first step to empower yourself to make any necessary changes. Hopefully, asking yourself the questions and pondering the ideas about your core beliefs about money helps you to become aware. Remember from the CBT triangle that our thoughts, our emotions, and our behaviors are highly interconnected. Improving financial health requires changes in behavior, but those changes aren't likely to take place if They're not in line with your emotions and thoughts regarding money. Money scripts are unconscious beliefs about money, and they are usually formed in childhood. As an adult, you have the opportunity to change those beliefs and create new patterns. In actuality, money is neither good nor bad. It is neutral. What makes it good or bad is our attitude toward it, how we earned it, and how we choose to spend it. Here are a few proven strategies to improve your financial well-being, which helps to alleviate fear, anxiety, worry, and stress about money. First, avoid debt. If you're looking for ways to reduce fear, anxiety, worry, and stress about money, then the number one financial priority is getting out of debt and staying out of debt. Debt is spending your future income. Then, when the paycheck comes, it's already spent. And that can be really discouraging. And if for some reason you don't get a paycheck... Then worry and anxiety can skyrocket. Research shows that the stress from debt can lead to health problems, including ulcers, migraines, depression, and even heart attacks. The deeper you get into debt, the more likely it is that you will face health complications. Debt can also seriously harm your relationships. In a study of more than 4,500 married couples, researchers saw that couples who took on more debt over time became more likely to split up. Couples with higher debt also fought more about money and reported lower marital satisfaction. In fact, in general, fighting over money is a major cause of divorce. Debt encourages people to spend more than they can afford. Part of the allure of debt is the fact that you can get the emotional high from getting what you want now, whether or not you have the money to pay for it. But, eventually, that spending will catch up with you, with interest. Because of the accrued interest, debt makes everything more expensive. You end up paying more, sometimes much more, than the original price of the item. For example, let's say you used your credit card to buy some new furniture for your living room. The price of the furniture was $2,000. You make the minimum payments each month, and your credit card has a low interest rate of 11%. It seems like a pretty good deal. Until you do the math. By the time the furniture is paid off, you actually spent $3,600 for the furniture. That's an additional $1,600. Furthermore, monthly debt payments limit the amount of money you have to spend on other things. The more debt you accumulate, the higher your monthly payments will be, and the less you have to spend on everything else. After debts are paid off, the next step to financial security is saving for an emergency fund. Life has a tendency to throw us curves. Things come up that we weren't expecting, like a job loss, or the car needs new tires, or someone needs to go to the hospital, or whatever. These things happen. They're a part of life. If you have some savings on hand, then these unexpected things won't be so stressful. Being prepared can reduce a lot of worry and anxiety. If you'd like, you can switch these two around a little bit about the debts and the savings. Some people prefer to have a thousand dollars saved up before they concentrate heavily on working down their debts, and that's just fine. Being prepared is also very important when it comes to aging. Those who prepare for retirement by saving and investing look forward to it, while those who don't prepare begin to panic when they near retirement age. Preparation is easier and more effective when you begin to plan, save, and invest early in adulthood and then continue throughout your working lifetime. Today's action step is to begin looking for solutions to any stressors that you might have in relating to money. In a nutshell, being financially stable is about spending less than you earn. There are two ways to approach this. One is to increase income, and the other is to decrease expenses. And of course you can do both. If worrying about money is affecting your life, look for ways to reduce expenses. For example, you might cancel your cable or satellite TV subscription, or pack a lunch rather than going out to eat every day. Run the numbers and see how much money you can save. You are the expert on your situation. You know your income, you know your expenses, or if you don't, you can certainly do some research and figure it out. Today's assignment is to fill out a chart including your thoughts, emotions, and behaviors about money. Also, fill out any money scripts that you may notice. In the final column, give yourself some recommendations on how to improve your financial health, which will, in turn, reduce your fears, anxieties, worries, and stresses about money-related matters. You got this. I hope you have enjoyed this excerpt from my book, You Got This, An Action Plan to Calm Fear, Anxiety, Worry, and Stress. I feel strongly about the need to help empower people to be resilient and able to handle their problems. In closing, I would like to share a quote from Diane Donovan, Senior Reviewer at Midwest Book Review. She says, The series of empowering routines provides a solution-based plan of action. See you next time on Linda's Corner.